0: Welcome back to the 50 Hoops Podcast. My name is Owen and I'm here with uh, Garrett and Ross today. So, Hello. Unfortunately, Hello. Harsha cannot be with us today due to personal reasons. Uh, he is unactive today, but uh, we are going to live on in his memory. Unactive today. He's on the injury mm-hmm. list, injury report. Dude, yeah. So uh, we figured that we're probably not going to be able to do the... Uh, Primetime picks or the weekly stats this week, so those will return next week uh, We're just going to have a more of like general discussion this week As well as we're going to talk about the biggest bust in uh, NBA um, Also we're going to be talking about the best city edition jerseys Or really just the new jerseys this year Talk about our favorites, talk about the least favorites um, But you know, before we get into that, how are you guys doing today? Everyone doing good? I'm doing great. Alright, one person's doing great and one person's doing not bad. So it sounds pretty good to me. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Alright, so first thing we wanna talk about, um, you know, we've seen all the new jerseys so far. Everybody's played in them at least once, so why don't we talk about you know our just our favorites so far? What do you guys think about like the new jerseys this season?
1: Well, um, um, I want to go ahead and get my fan bias out of the way. The Spurs jerseys really do, uh, the, the Fiesta jerseys really do suit San Antonio, in my opinion. If there were any other team I would dislike the color scheme, I think it suits the Spurs just because of the city of San Antonio.
0: Yeah, the jerseys, I really like the colors they go with it. And so if, I almost wish there was like a little bit more, you know?
1: Mm.
0: But uh, yeah, they look really good.
2: Yeah. One of, the, one of the jerseys that I like, you know, because it's so different because they've never done anything like this before. They've always been kind of generic. It's like the Phoenix Suns jerseys, like with the whole Valley thing they got oh, going. Yeah. Those yeah. look real nice.
0: Yeah. I really like the uh, – it's almost like pixelated or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. They look really cool. Yeah. Um, I think, like, Kelly Ruby in that jersey would look amazing, but he got traded, unfortunately. Yeah. Um that's okay. You know, we uh talked about Ross's favorite teams jersey. Gary, what do you think about the Lakers jerseys this oh, season?
2: I I, I like it. I like those blue. Uh it's, it's a very nice color.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it fits them up well, too. Cause uh, wasn't that
2: their like old team color? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. like the Minnesota when they were, were Minneapolis, that's what it was. When they they were the Minneapolis <laughs> Lakers, they wore that kind of jersey, like the blue. So Yeah. Blue's not a color you would usually associate
0: with the Lakers, but they like pulled, like every time they have a city edition jersey with it, they always pull it off really well.
2: One of the things that I do want to see, like, you know, how some of the other teams, they do like a court change with a jersey change. I think it'd be kind of cool if the Lakers did a court change with a jersey change.
0: That would be interesting, like a blue
2: thing or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd look nice, I think, potentially.
0: Yeah. Uh, they're not the only team that chose blue this season. The Rockets also chose blue, which uh, blue, yeah, Bucks yeah, uh, chose blue. The Bucks? All right, let's go ahead and get the Bucks out of the way. I, they're definitely yo, the worst jersey.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's awful. It's, it's just it's a horrible. light blue and a dark blue. Like there's no yeah, it's like no creative process at all.
0: Three different shades of blue, and that's it. <laughs> so whoever you know, it took a whole five minutes to design that jersey. Yeah,
1: it's uh. Not good.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, another bad jersey that I want to get out of the way is the Nets jersey.
0: Yeah. yeah the, definitely caught me off surprise when they, you know, first release it. It's slowly growing on me because I think it fits really well with the court that they have with it. So I think the court looks pretty nice. But, like, yeah, the jerseys, they just look weird, in my opinion. Mm.
2: I do like the throw, like, Throwback blue jerseys that they have, though, like that blue and red, those look real nice. Like, probably one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. They're probably the best, uh, I guess, like classic jerseys that they released this year. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, I don't really think that many teams release a classic one. I know it was the Grizzlies, I guess, right? And then the Nets.
2: The Like, the Soul one? Is that what we're talking about for the Grizzlies? Did they have. Which one are you talking about? I'm not sure, sure there is a classic, but like that, that new one with like the blue on the side. Oh, I guess it's the like city the ones, blue yeah. blue color up top. Yeah, the, They said it's like their Soul jerseys or whatever, something like that. Uh, I mean, those look pretty nice. I like that. Yeah, and the, I also uh, like they have the, like the, the
0: pinstripes on too, which are pretty cool. And
2: yeah, ones. Yeah. I also uh, like the uh, Hornets jerseys. Like I, I, oh. I like that color that they have. They're going on that kind of gold and black. I think they look
0: that's the best jersey of the season. Yeah. The horns ones yeah. look so good. And the court with it looks amazing. Oh, yeah, for real. Like, oh, man. It, yeah, and all the colors go really well. Like the gold, black, and it's like a mint green color. They
1: all go oh, good. Oh, dude. Oh, it's great. One thing is, uh, they refer to themselves as Buzz City. I, I don't yeah. think I'm too big of a fan of that. Buzz City.
2: Buzz City, eh. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, if the jerseys look nice, I mean, I guess you can get away with it.
0: Yeah, I think they're able to pull it off pretty well.
2: Yeah. I don't know how many other teams could be able to pull off that color. Yeah, that's true. But uh, speaking of teams that have different uh, names than what their team name is, how about the Hawks with MLK on there? What do you think about their jerseys? I think their jerseys look
0: really good. Yeah. uh, They're not, like, extremely creative, but they just look really clean.
1: Like, they look... Yeah, I like... I like the uh, color scheme that goes along with it, and um, I like that they're paying homage to a very important historical figure in Atlanta history.
2: So right, yeah, that is very nice. Also, oh, that that makes me think with like all those gold we're talking about. How about Mavericks? the Mavericks? Yeah, know? they just took a complete yeah. detour. Like, let's just do gold. I mean, I think it kind of works. So
0: the thing you know, like uh, the things on the sides, like under the arms. You know what I'm talking about? uh yeah if you look at it i don't, like i don't know what that is but it looks i don't know it looks pretty cool it looks like a like kind of futuristic yeah just interesting i don't know i've never seen like a team do a jersey like this yeah
2: i think it'd be cool also like if they also changed their court so it's like a gold court and like their gold jerseys i think that'd be really really nice mm. i wish more teams would do like different colored
0: courts like you know the nets yeah. they have like that gray court
2: yeah, that's nice. Yeah. More teams and should do the, stuff uh, like that. A couple years ago, what was it? The Jazz had they just made their court uh orange or whatever it was. That was pretty cool. Yeah. With, to match their jersey. So, I think I think not only jersey changes should be a thing, but like court changes over the season should also be a thing. I think that'd be really cool some add. Yeah. Uh, like I'd, you kind of lose the need to, like if
0: you're going to make like a really festive like city jersey, but then, like, the court looks the same. It kind of, like, ruins the vibe a little bit. Yeah. Like, it needs to match up somewhat, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Another jersey that I want to talk about sort of pays homage to its city are the uh, Pelicans jerseys. Though I initially wasn't really a fan of them, I did like the fact they incorporated the Florida de Lys on their jersey, and I like that. paying homage to the city of New Orleans and its history, so...
2: Yeah, they're kind of growing on me. At first, I was like, eh, you know, but yeah, they're, they're kind of growing on me right now, I and mean, they're pretty all right. Yeah, at
0: first, I just thought they were, like, too, like, basic, kind of, because it's mainly white, which is red right on the top, you know, but, like, you know, as you see them wearing, they look actually pretty decent, and they fit on them pretty well, I think.
2: Yeah, I yeah. do. Um, um,
0: I think the in my opinion the worst jerseys besides like the Bucks jerseys, probably the Knicks jerseys. Um, they just I don't know. They just don't do it's it for just me. A black with a, yeah, like, yeah, the it circle looks,
1: thing, whatever. <laughs> yeah, circle. Yeah, it, uh, it's disappointing. Yeah. yeah, it is.
0: The last time they had like um, a good city jersey was like, a couple years ago when they had like the, uh, like 11 memorial jerseys. I know what I'm talking about. Let me see. Yeah, let me see. I think they were supposed to be like first responders or something.
2: I was talking about like with that uh, kind of like the... I, I, I refer to it as like the fireman yeah, logo. The fi- yeah. Yeah. That one? yeah. yeah. I, I, I like those. I really like those. Yeah. I thought those were nice. Yeah.
0: Those are like probably the last city jerseys for the Knicks that were good, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um uh going back to a uh, jersey with pinstripes, what do you all think about the Pacers jerseys? Pacers.
0: Pacers are clean. I'm not like the biggest mm-hmm. fan of pinstripes, but like they make they every year they do it and it looks really good on them.
1: Yeah, um it's more of a baseball <laughs> thing than a basketball thing, but still the Pacers pull it off.
2: Yeah. Feel like they're they're kind of like that they get that older vibe of a franchise you know so they can do some of these things
0: yeah they I mean when i think about pinstripes and nba i kind of think of the pacers because it's just something that's always been with them true true but yeah they definitely like they give off like a a classic vibe to just yeah. like their entire organization yeah. like from the way they play basketball to like the jerseys and everything you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but another thing with the stripes is the Magic. Yeah, those look really good. It's like
2: the orange and stuff, you know? Oh, uh, the orange? Oh, yeah. I, I, I do think it's kind of nice.
1: It's definitely D. Yeah. 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 Um, do you know what I'm uh, going back to the Pacers, um, one alternate jersey of theirs um, I like is whenever they uh, pay homage to the Hoosiers movie and wear the uh, jerseys from that movie. out. do I do like that from the Pacers.
0: Uh, is that when they were like red or something? Is that when they were? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like the Hickory? Is that what we're talking about?
1: Yeah. From the movie Hoosiers.
2: Yeah.
0: Damn, this is really yeah. nice. I haven't. When was that?
1: It wasn't too long ago.
0: Oh, yeah, because they have it in mm-hmm. LO Depot, so it had to have been just a couple years ago.
1: Yeah,
2: it was in 2015. Yeah, I also like how they had like the uh, yellow uh,
1: shorts with it too.
0: I don't like the yellow shorts. in My opinion, I don't think it yeah. matches the uh, jersey.
2: Don't.
1: I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of schools that use that uh, color scheme. Like for example, uh, uh, University of Southern California is that color scheme. Arizona State is that color scheme. I for one think it's pilling. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't think it looks bad. It just kind of looks like off kind of. I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't know. I think that's all the like the notable jerseys this season.
2: Wait. Ooh, we're forgetting about one. The Miami Heat jersey. Oh. the candy jersey. Did you
0: all see the court?
2: Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> what do you all think about the court? See, <laughs> I don't know. I I really do not know. I think I like it, but at the same time I think I hate it. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, Why does everyone totally hate weird. that everyone hates it for some reason?
0: I think I, I think I'm the only person who like likes it a lot.
2: You like it a lot? I like it a lot. Like, I don't know. I mean I do think it's a very nice concept and I like what they're trying to do, but at the same time, I I don't I am not really sure. I don't know. Like
0: I think the uh... They could have mixed the colors better on the court. It's like, yeah. like it, you know, at the, like, the free throw line and stuff, you can see it's just like, it's like the, the pink, blocky. purple, and then, yeah, it's like blocky. It's like, they didn't mix it very well.
2: Yeah. So I like, think they're trying too hard to go after that Venice thing again. Wrap up the Venice club. I mean, he, so. Venice. Yeah, like that's their that's what they're that's what that blue and uh pink and what that is, like that Venice jerseys. You mean vice? Vice oh vice yeah, that's what I meant. I meant vice. I don't I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Venice. It's a city in Italy. Uh, oh it's I a it's city nice. in Florida too. Maybe you were right. I don't even know. Shoot I could be. I hey, I don't I even know. know. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, either, I like either
2: way, it's a... Interesting to say this. Yeah, I like uh, the colors. I just, I don't, I don't know how well they've like thrown it
1: together. You know.
0: Yeah. Ralph, would you uh,
1: say there's one jersey I do want to ask you about? Uh, the Pistons jersey. What do you think about those? The Pistons
0: jersey. The Pistons, they never really have a jersey that's like stands out. it stands. Out. They're all basic. They're all the same. This jersey is not really yeah. a different. It's just like blue and. There's not, they don't really have like a logo on it. It just says words.
2: Yeah, it's a circle thing again. The, yeah, I hate the
1: circle thing. <laughs> That's why I wanted to ask you. to see if you thought the same, uh But the Pistons jerseys did the Knicks jersey, Because yeah, I'm much a fan.
0: Yeah, the City thing is just overused and it just doesn't look good like ever.
2: So, yeah. well, now, Have we discussed the Rockets jerseys yet? Uh, Evan brought them up. I think There's we detail mentioned with, like, it. Detail. Yeah, mm-hmm. like how they're like blue like everybody else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're bad. Like, I think I actually think they look good. They just, in my opinion, doesn't fit the Rockets. Because I know it's supposed to be, like, the... Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, the Houston flag is that color or something. Maybe. But, uh, I don't know. I, I think they look good. But it's just... It doesn't... When I think of it, it doesn't remind me of the Rockets. You know? Yeah. And they're pretty uncreative because it was the same design. Has other seasons, or like I guess last season, it's just a different color.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, I think that's yeah, all of them are the big ones,
2: right? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. I don't know. Anything that's coming to mind? Wait, uh, one jersey we did forget to discuss: Warriors. The
0: Warriors jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I know Harsha likes them a lot. I wish Harsha was here to speak on that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Those are, yeah, those aren't bad. Those aren't bad.
1: The color scheme I mean, is nice for them.
2: Yeah. 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 But like, if I had to critique it, I feel like it's the exact same thing they've been doing, you know?
0: Yeah, it doesn't really feel different, like, I guess.
2: Yeah, like that, just like that circle and like a little thing above it. It's like, what was it, 2018 when they did that black one with like the tree in the middle, I think what they have. They had oh, the town. Nice that was last season, like wasn't it? One of the, it was, like, the past couple seasons, i do not sure. But it has the town over it. But in this year's one, it just has, like, the city over it. It's basically kind of the same thing, except instead of the tree, it's, like, the, the bridge and then, like, the city. Mm-hmm. I do like it. I just think that it's just the same, like, everyone else's has been, you know? But, yeah, I did like that one from a couple years ago, like, that black. The, With the tree on it? Yeah. Tree, tree in the middle. Yeah, I thought that was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah,
0: I, I think I think there was a lot of good ones this season, definitely.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of good ones.
0: Like compared to last year, because last year there wasn't that many I actually like really liked. But this year, there's I, I was really you know, impressed with some of the teams.
2: Hopefully, they keep this up. You know, keep doing more new stuff.
0: Yeah, I wish more teams would take a chance on like different color schemes and stuff. Yeah, cause like some yeah. teams they just keep it the same for year after year and it just gets so boring to watch. It's like, like kind of like the horn. It's like you know that's never really a color that's been used before, like that mint green.
2: Yeah, and it looks I think really it's good. Real nice. It worked out. Yeah,
0: so more teams should take more chances on new colors.
2: Yeah, kind of like that hogs did with the neon green. Like, oh yeah, way <laughs> back when that was that was funny.
0: I think um, probably the worst jersey like all time is probably those uh, Mavericks jerseys that were just like straight up black like everywhere. And they're like trash bags. Have you seen those? Uh, Let me,
2: let me look. Uh, let's see. Just search uh, up Mavericks trash bag. Oh, jerseys. yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, <or> like the, <laughs> it has like that green color on it, like the green um, names they're talking about. Uh, Let me look at the no. trash
0: bag jerseys. Yeah, so there's some trash bag jerseys for Mavericks.
2: Mavericks trash bag. Huh. Int- interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, th- those are horrible. <laughs> They're not even all black. They look like a dark gray, which is just worse.
0: What well, yeah, this I mean, one they article says, so they only wore it for one game. And the article says the one-game disaster of the Dallas Mavericks silver uniforms. <laughs> oh
2: my god! Oh, this. Oh, I see a picture. It's young Dirk ish. I think. Yeah, I think I
0: see. The, I'm looking at the picture. You're looking at. Yeah. He's like dribbling the <laughs> ball, whatever.
2: He's glistening. He's
0: glistening. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, those don't look good at all.
2: No, no, not at all. They went against the Lakers, so they probably lost,
1: which oh, we add on to it. What year was, was that? It was 2003, I, I think. Or, um, that was the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. So. I was about to say, I think Shaq's on
2: that team, so I, I definitely don't think they had a good time. That was that 2003? It was oh, hey, 2003. Jack, Steve Nash. the Mavic Steve Nash on that team, I think, yeah. but I don't think that'll change anything.
0: No Mavericks didn't do anything to 2011 As we all know Yeah Thanks to you know J.J. Brea LeBron's father Right <laughs> J.J. Brea <laughs> <laughs> Alright well Should've got Finals MVP I, You know There's an argument for it There's definitely <laughs> an argument I mean yeah Technically yeah Alright Uh, The next thing We're gonna talk about Today's episode um, Kind of Just our thoughts On the recent games That have been happening uh, you know, there's not really a whole lot of news coming out. I guess there is actually. Yeah, forget that what I just said because there's a lot of news coming out. There's been multiple reports of players, you know, being exposed to the virus and having to miss games, and players yeah, like, like being pulled out of game, like mid-game, because there's a violation or something like that. Like, uh, Jonas Valchunas, he was pulled out of last night's game.
2: Mm. Um, Don't three maps players have
0: uh, the virus? Bro, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have it. I know, like. A lot of Celtics players. I think it's like four Celtics players, and like the oh, entirety yeah. of the
1: Sixers have it pretty much. I'm pretty sure uh, the Celtics. Um, uh, Tristan Thompson, Grant Williams, and Rob Williams all have COVID. The Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. and uh, Evan, you mentioned the uh, uh, Sixers. Uh, yeah, like Seth Curry tested positive for COVID. Oh, that's a big blow. Well, I'm pretty blow sure
0: that happened mid game so. too. I think they found that out like. Mid-game as well. Really? And then, uh, yeah, so hopefully they can get that under control so we don't have to cancel the season again. Because that would not be fun. Yeah,
1: it would not. Some more uh, bad news. I guess I should... uh... What were we saying?
0: There's... um... There's uh, seven players on the Sixers that are out. Oh, God. Is that today's game? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I guess the Nuggets at 2 o'clock. There's seven players that are going to... Seven players on the uh, COVID thing.
2: That's amazing. Three of the starters. How is that the amazing, Garrett? It's sarcasm.
0: <laughs> so they have, like, Ben Simmons and then... That's like it. Who else is on this team? Because Joel Embiid is out, Danny Green's out, Tobias Harris is out, Shake Milton is out, Matisse Thybulle is out, she and Mike Scott is out, and Furkin Cormaz is out. So Sheik who do Milton's they have? Out. Yeah, they they're all. Uh... They have like nobody. They have Dwight Howard and Ben Simmons. That's like the two man team.
1: That's all you need.
0: That is like it. That's like right. yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Um, yeah. Another thing I want to bring up—it's uh, sort of like sort of bad news that I want to bring this up. There might be some issues going on with the Nets because Kyrie Irving did not play against the Sixers, quote, because he didn't. He didn't want feel to. like it. Yeah, he didn't want to. I—I I don't think that's
2: a good attitude to have, especially you being one of the leaders on the team, top two players, and that you have coming into your championship expectations. You know, you're expected to put in that work. Every single day, every single night, every single game. If you want to win that championship, but if you're just taking games off just because you don't feel like playing, I don't think that's a good attitude to have, and I think that will uh, cause organizational problems potentially in the future. Yeah, you have to uh, think that
0: it, like hurts your chemistry with the teammates and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: especially if you're like considered, like I said, to be like a championship contender. You have to be not only really good, but also have really good chemistry with your uh, teammates and stuff. So especially if, when if Kevin dragons already injured too
0: so they're missing two of the pros now just because Kyrie doesn't want to play
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah Th- this could uh, s- uh
1: spell destruction for the Nets I wonder how long this is he gonna last because um didn't play against the sixers he's not playing against the Grizzlies for the same reason <laughs>
2: because
0: he just't so...
1: want to wow yeah um
2: you know on
0: the bright side this gives Vert. Uh, time to shine i think he yeah. averages or like the past two games he had like 30 something points and 40 something points
2: you know I'm sure,
0: oh, yeah i'm pretty sure he had 43 points last night i think
2: 43 maybe i know he had like a 20 something against the sixers <laughs> a couple that's pretty sure yeah, he's been good for them you know? well yeah i mean we we know he's been good you know he's yeah he's very I think um I
0: think he's going to be one he's going to be the player on on the Nets uh, to be traded this season. Uh, you know he's going to build up his value right yeah. now, and then he's uh, probably going to get traded for. I think they're probably going to try, try to trade for a star. Uh, I don't know how yeah, well I mean gonna
2: if turn the out, Nets but, want to win now,
0: yeah. yeah, especially with you know Spencer Dinwiddie being gone for the whole season, they really need a a third, uh, you know, a solid third option. Not that Caris LeVert can't be that third option. I just think if they want to maximize the ceiling for a championship, then they should probably try to trade for a third star.
2: You got to maximize the star power on that team.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He did have 43 last night, and they lost
0: too, they which lost, is unfortunate. Yeah. A lot of players had big games last night. And they lost, you know. Uh, you know, Verde had 43, and I think Bradley Beal had 40 something last night. He had night?
2: 41. He had 41. 41. They still so
0: lost. Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: Zach Levine at 38 and they lost. Well, th- see, th- in my opinion, that's different
0: because Ooh, he was yeah, going against the Lakers like and they only lost by two. True. But then well, again, like, that so should you know, you show just, how uh, bad that team is, you know? Because, like, him and uh, Kobe White have, like, half the team's points.
2: <laughs> so bro, <Well>, They're <laughs> going to have half the team's points for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, that is true. Maybe Zach Levine is the guy the Nets trade for.
2: Potentially. I know they were talking about Bradley Beal a, a little while ago, so maybe if they wanted to, I think uh, Bradley Beal has a little bit more trade value than Zach Levine, so maybe if they want to get kind of a similar player with uh, less, I mean, that that could be an
1: option, potentially. Um, Garrett, if you were an NBA GM, I have to ask you, would you want Tyree Irving and Russell Westbrook on the same team?
2: Absolutely not. That is a train wreck waiting to happen, Uh, both have caused chemistry problems in the past and like i said you know the main goal of every organization at the end of the day no matter how good or bad you are is to win a championship and i think it starts not only like at the top but the chemistry that you and your players have so if that chemistry is not good no one's on the same page it's not going to correlate to winning basketball therefore you can't win any games let alone a championship so I definitely don't think those two should be on the same team whatsoever for any reason
1: I like I, said, I, I agree there um, I could not see how a team would function if they had those two on the same team yeah
0: and let right alone it's, just
2: like one of them at this point
0: it's two point guards and then, that alone doesn't like really work out together because it's not like they're like tall point guards either so it's kind of like you know
1: yeah, the size like on that team is
0: going to be three. weird. Yeah.
2: But, like, you said, like, to both of them. At this point, potentially with one of them, it could spell disaster, you know? Because, like you said, Kyrie, I just don't feel like it. Westbrook, you know, he's more of a stat guy. He's always been on bad teams, and that's potentially caused problems. So, let alone one of them could uh, be bad.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Speaking then, of huh, uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh Steph Curry's I think sixty six point game. Sixty two point oh, Sixty two, yeah.
0: I think we talked about this on Wednesday,
2: but um, yeah, I think we did, yeah. But
1: all right, well, forgive me, but
2: that's okay. We can still talk about. I it. I mean,
0: even though even not the 62, 62 point game, he's still been having like consistent like thirty point games since then. Dude, he had so. thirty
2: eight points and eleven assists last night against the Clippers.
0: Is the Clippers? You know the Clippers leaded are led by uh, Nicholas
1: Batum, of course. Of course, best player on that team by far. And uh, before I found out that we weren't doing the uh, stats summary today, I was going to say that throughout the month, Steph Curry is currently third in points per game, thirty-three point two, only behind Bradley Beal and Luka Doncic.
2: We were calling them a buzz. I have both those guys on my fantasy, by the way. So <laughs> it's doing, it's great. I came back from down like one hundred fifty points, so I am pretty proud of myself. Um,
0: going back to Nicholas Batum, who I know nobody should ever be talking about. Nicholas Batum You got thirty minutes last night. I am definitely gonna talk about Nicholas Batum right here. Is there a conversation for Nicholas Batum as most preferred player? Now, no. let me, hey, let me explain. Let me explain. Nicholas Batum, he has gone from three point five points to ten point five points. He is. He's currently averaging a steal per game, three assists, six rebounds. He's shooting um, a career high forty, almost forty-two percent from three. Uh, he's shooting sixty-two percent from the field. I think there's a conversation for Nicholas Batum most improved player. Call me crazy. Call me you know just absolutely dumb or whatever. I don't care. There's a conversation for it.
2: Um. I mean, I guess you could say there's a conversation for it. But personally, like, one of the players who I think has emerged as a potential uh, most improved player is a Jeremy Grant. See, I...
0: Jeremy Grant, uh, I know what you're saying right there, and I agree with you. The thing with Jeremy Grant is that he is a, a great player on a bad team. So it's kind of like, of course, he's going to put up those numbers, you know? Yeah. I don't, in my opinion, I think that most improved should go to somebody who contributes to their team a lot. Kind of like Pascal Siakam a couple years ago, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. There's like a lot of players I think that could potentially be in a conversation for most
1: improved so far. True, true. Um, Speaking of awards, NBA released the official Kia MVP ladder not too long ago, and LeBron James topped that list. What's your thoughts on that, guys?
2: Top on the MVP rankings?
0: I think that's ludicrous, in my opinion. Uh,
2: top of the MVP for LeBron right now? Yeah, he has like mm-hmm. the
0: best odds to win MVP right now.
2: Interesting. 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 Well, you be agree be cool, that? obviously. That'd be cool, obviously, as a Lakers fan. But to be honest, I think it's a tad bit too early to tell. I mean, he's having a pretty solid year so far, but um, I wouldn't go like best odds MVP right now. You know, I mean, we're yeah, we're just
0: gonna forget about you know Jokic and his 23, 10 and ten uh, season. Yeah, right now,
1: and so. uh, frankly, as is horrible as is that he is seventh on the list. Yogic to seven? seven, seven. Like who's ahead of him? Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Paul George, Joella B, Steph Curry, and Giannis Antetokounmpo.
2: Giannis should not be on. Giannis
0: the needs to not be in top ten right now. I'm sorry. See,
2: I, I, even though Giannis is a great player and all, like his team's five and four right now, and he won MVP the past two years and hasn't shown why he's an mvp so even though yeah he could be averaging those numbers and could be potentially in the conversation i don't think he should be on that list and the bucks are five nice. and four <laughs> like yeah i know they're they're absolutely atrocious right now
0: see i understand why they have Jokic at just seven is because his team isn't doing good but why don't we apply that same logic to all the other players like Giannis' team isn't doing good so why is he on there the clippers really just blew a 20 point lead so why is paul george on there like you know, you gotta apply the same logic for all the players.
2: I guess yeah, if you if you use that the top three players, I guess in that regard should be like Braun, Joel, and uh wait, who else? There's like somebody else, I just forgot what I was gonna say. But yeah. I don't know. I think I
0: mean LeBron can be top three, but I don't think he should be number one right now.
2: Yeah, like right now, yeah. LeBron, like in the, in the future of the season, potentially he could take that number one spot for me. But like as of right now, I I would consider him a top three or five for MVP candidate. Yeah, but,
0: and his uh, numbers are down this year. So if he didn't win last year with better numbers, and how is he supposed to like? Why would he win this year?
2: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see though. We'll see. See he has got out of time.
0: Yeah. yeah, of course. Like, stuff, like, we're only 10 games in, you know, stuff can change, but...
2: Right, right.
0: Um, I think, you know, if Jokic is able to keep up the numbers he has right now, he's averaging, I'm pretty sure it's, like, 21, 12, and 12 or something crazy like that. Something
2: gross. And oh, I know it's, like, 11.8 boards and 11.6 assists.
0: It's actually better than that. It's 26 points per game. 12 26, rebounds, 12, and 12? 26, 12, and 11. So...
2: There is no way that man should not be... Number one at this rate.
0: If he can keep up a triple double the entire season with at least twenty points, he should be MVP. I'm like I am like I he should twenty
2: five points, bro.
0: Like gosh. Yeah, it's like That's crazy.
2: Yeah, I think they're disrespecting Jokic at the moment, and I'm not a fan of it.
0: You know, I understand because his team's not
2: the best right now. Hey, but hey, remember but, the uh, Thunder a couple years ago, whenever Westbrook won it? I mean, sure, it's like a 30 point triple double. That's real nice. But, like, Jokic averaging like 26, 12, and 12. Westbrook averaged like 30, 10, and 10. I mean, it's kind of similar, you
0: know? Yeah, and Jokic, he, you know, he's a center, putting up 11 assists per game. Like, that's
2: unheard of.
0: Unheard of. Like, and of course, like, you know, we've heard of it from Jokic before, but, like, even for Jokic, this is like a new high for, right, you know, right. assists and. Um, he's uh, never in his career uh, averaged more than double digit assists, so this could be a new breaking point for centers, I guess. Right here. I
1: don't see why Jokic is that low on the list. It's yeah. to quote the great Stephen A. Smith: "It is blasphemy." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> blasphemy. Yeah.
2: He is averaging five I
1: mean, turnovers I, a game. Maybe,
0: maybe that's why he's not that high.
2: But man, he's the facilitator uh, for this team as the center. So if you're the facilitator, you're gonna have more turnovers than anybody else on the team. Like of LeBron, course. I think at the end of his career, he's probably gonna be uh, most turnovers of all time. But you know he's probably one of the best passers of all time. So that kind of yeah. makes sense. You know he has the ball, he passes it to people. It's gonna get stolen eventually, being that you are in the NBA, the best league in the world. So yeah, having bound like, to
0: turnovers doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad
2: player. True. Like if you do it consistently, then yeah. But like you know,
0: we've seen we've seen like James Harden get like ten assists or not ten assists, ten turnovers in a game for, but everyone still knows he's a great passer and a great player. Like yeah,
2: I mean he's like career seven and a half assists a game, so I mean he can pass the ball.
0: Like all the greats are gonna have you know bad streaks where they just can't pass the ball, you know, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't mean they're bad because like still like LeBron's still averaging close to four turnovers per game. And yeah. for his career is basically four turnovers a game, so, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's like, if you average it out, it's like one a quarter. I mean, that's it's really not that much. Yeah. If you think about it, if you put it in, like, to perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's high if you
0: take in consideration, like, every NBA player, it's really high. Right. But that's just because LeBron has the ball in his hands, like, 90% of the game, you know? He probably.
2: Like, yeah, he, he probably has the ball in his hands more than everybody else in the NBA. Yeah. Potentially. How many
0: uh, turnovers does Trey Young have right now? Because I know, didn't he lead turnovers last season? Uh, Something like that. Yeah, he had 4.8 turnovers last season, and he has 4.8 this season as well.
2: Ooh,
0: keeping it consistent. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it consistent, yeah.
1: Hold on. Um, I, I want to bring up that later. But first, I've already read off the first step, and I'll go ahead and finish the list here of 10. Five at 8 was DeMontis Sabonis and Jason Tatum. And uh, tenth for MVP was Damian Lillard. Hmm. I'm
2: fine with the Sabonis and Tatum thing because I both think I think they're a pretty good, really good young players. So I'm fine with having them an MVP conversation, like towards the bottom. But like, I don't know. I don't
0: know. I think this uh, this season for Sabonis solidifies him as an All Star because last year when he made the game All Star game, people were like, yeah, "Oh, it's just was like a one time thing," you know. But like.
1: Yeah. He's having yeah. Yeah. a better
0: flight,
1: season this season. When flight was reacting to the, he's uh, like,
2: who's this sob dude?
1: He said, he said, "I remember exactly what he said. He said it's getting quite ridiculous how uh imbalanced uh Western and Eastern reserves are. I mean, we have this guy named DeMontice Sabanis.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure later on he said like he's like a two day contract player or
2: something. Yeah, he he probably said that." He probably did, but... Hmm.
0: won't let your average Curry fan out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Harsha's not even here, bro. I
0: don't know. We can't even, like, talk bad about Harsha when he's not here, unfortunately. We'll have to save the
1: Harsha slander for Wednesday. I guess we will. Bring the, uh, uh Trey Young thing back up. I did read an article. I don't remember, uh, uh, what it was? uh it wasn't too long ago. I did read an article. Trey Young is currently one of the most hated players in the NBA. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> mm, I'll tell uh, you why too.
0: It's because of the way he he plays like hard. Because he draws the fouls. Y'all seen that? He gets the player behind him. Y'all know what I'm talking
2: about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He just like those nutmegs all the time, like bro. I know. Right, yeah. it's, because
0: of, it's just because he's skilled and stuff like that and people love to hate on the skilled players that's why people yeah. hate Harden that's why they hate on Luka that's why they hate on Trey Young it's because they're skilled well alright LeBron's hated it for a different reason <laughs> I'm <It's> not, <laughs> not saying he's not skilled it's just a different reason why
2: people hate LeBron yeah I guess that's true but yeah like yeah I, Trey, he is definitely a top 5 point guard in the NBA right now but yeah I can definitely see how people would dislike him
1: yeah yeah, I, uh, I found the article, it was from uh, Complex, and here was their reasoning. Quote, the kid just turned 20 and he already cracks our list. Young got the full ESPN treatment during his lone college season in Oklahoma. Given the natural similarities between his game, demeanor, and appearance, and those of Steph Curry, seemingly the entire sports world questioned whether we were witnessing the rise of Chef Curry 2.0. A debate that has all exhausted by February, with the spotlight fixed on him, Young has been subject to the same criticisms as Curry. He's soft. He doesn't play defense. Um, he jacks way too many bad shots, and he acts selfless, but actually plays selfishly. Air or not, those criticisms will probably be will probably plague Young for his entire career.
2: Yeah, they probably will. But, we we know. talked
1: about his bad defense earlier today before the show. Yeah we did. We did we did. <laughs> in fact uh, later on, I think I'm gonna post a poll on our Instagram to see um and in your hot take of the day, you could score on Trey Young.
0: I, so I think like eighty percent of the world could score on Trey Young. not even <laughs> Oh my gosh. Alright. Uh well we need to take a ad break, courtesy of Garrett. Yeah. All right, Garrett, thank you for telling us about our sponsor.
2: Mm-hmm, no problem.
0: Um, Garrett, tell us, Uh, you know, of course, we're not doing the uh, prep time picks this week because we're right. missing Harsha. But update us on what happened last
2: week. Yeah, uh, I'll update you. Uh, last week, last week, the Evan was two and three with his predictions. Harsha was four and one. Ross was two and three. And then I was three and two. So now this this puts the all-time thing into a little bit more of a perspective, right? So tied at third place with a record of 6 and 9 are Evan and Ross. Uh second place is me at 8 and 7 and Harsha is first place with 9 and 6 all-time. So not bad guessing, I guess you could say, but you know, not good by any stretch. But you know, we have time to figure it out. So, are we really gonna let out. Harsha beat us
0: three? Like,
2: we need. To, I mean, we need to let, accept that Harsha Harsha's only me. beating me by like one game. He's beating y'all by like
1: three. So, <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> um, I do have to say, uh, I used to be pretty good at predicting games, but lately, I don't know what's happened to me because um, I, I also do this thing on the ESPN Fantasy app called Streak, where you can like pick yeah. games and uh, it pits you against the an ESPN analyst. There's been times where I'll like, pick seven correct in a row and then like pick three wrong ones in a row. And, yeah, I don't know. But I, I do have to get better there.
2: Yeah, like whenever we did our thing with like the, the bubble, whenever we did the bubble game, stuff like that, I think Ross was like at the top of the list of guessing that stuff. Yeah, I
1: was. Yeah, so. A little, little bit me, of a turnaround. I, I think it went me, Harsha, and then Garrett, and shaded to the bottom. Yeah. So, yeah, but,
2: you know, it's early. It's, it's a little early, but uh, I'll as come of back. right now. That's fine.
0: I'll come
2: back. Yeah. We'll
0: um, see. We'll
2: see. So next thing yeah. we're
0: talking about, uh, last thing on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the biggest bust um, in, for the last decade. So, 2010 draft and upwards. Let's try to keep it a little bit recent because um, we all know I guess everyone's tired of hearing about Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Darka Milchich, you know. Yeah. Um, of course, I think we all need to talk about, you know, Anthony Bennett, first of all. Of course, yeah. so just get that out of the way. The yeah. biggest bust ever, probably.
2: Probably not ever, but definitely. well actually he might actually he might he might be. Uh
0: you know, I was almost a fan of Anthony Bennett because last season the Rockets signed him. Then he got injured. Yeah. So I almost ha- almost had to have been a fan of
2: him. So. I mean, at least he's still getting signed, though. I mean, kind of, so you know. Well, not this season. Well, not this season. But like, you know, as you said, last season. I mean, someone, yeah. some team still gave him a chance. So he's, apparently, somebody has to have seen at least something, you know.
0: I, I guess he's in the G League, I guess. Or maybe he's playing overseas somewhere. Potentially. In fact, I, I
1: watched a video um, not too long ago over Anthony Bennett, and there were two reasons why he's been why he's been considered one of the biggest busts in NBA history. Number one, he was taken too high in the draft, and um, and number two, his attitude mm-hmm. towards yeah. the game. Yeah, like um, he was one of the people uh, he's a person with a fixed mindset, Or if there's like an obstacle is in their way, they do their best to avoid it rather than uh-huh. deal with it. So Yeah, that's,
2: that's not a good attitude to have, especially for like a VA player. So. Anthony Ben doesn't
0: have a job right now. He's literally a free agent.
2: He's homeless. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't want to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, even the G League wants on him, which sucks for him. That's tough. You know what I found out today? This is a little off-topic. Uh, to- off-topic. The G League has a draft. Since when was that a thing?
2: Draft for the G League? I'm pretty
0: sure, like... Bro, I don't even I don't even know. But, like, I read this Did thing, you? like, Michael Beasley and Lance Stevenson are, like, supposed to be in the G League draft, and I was like, what?
2: That's amazing. Like, I when am do they have man.
0: a freaking draft? Like, what?
2: Uh, yeah, this
1: is my first time hearing about it. I have no clue. Because yeah. I mean, the people stuff. listening call us stupid, but... I, I, I've i never heard of it before. Yeah, I we know can do it. some research
2: into it, but yeah, I, yeah, this is my first time hearing about this. Oh,
0: okay, so you did, I'm guessing y'all know that they are having like the bubble this season for the G League,
2: right? Yeah.
0: So they're doing that, so I guess they don't actually have the real team, so they're doing a draft to make the teams. Huh. So I guess it says there'll be 17 teams in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And each team will have – so they're doing three rounds. I don't even know, bro. Oh, they're drafting 10 know. players for the team. I don't know. But the fact that Michael Beasley is going to be in the G League, he's going to average straight up like 30 points.
2: <laughs> Dude, and Lance Stevenson, man, MVP of the China League a couple years ago. I don't know, Jeremy Lin's on the G League, too. So what if all three of them get on the same team? That'd Insane. be a disaster for the rest of the league.
0: For the rest of the G League, man. Go to the G League, bro. <laughs> I don't know. All right, back to the uh, what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, I guess the player that i want to talk about the most for the biggest bust. He isn't really a bust yet, but he's definitely on trage- trajectory. 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 Now I can't say the <laughs> word. He's definitely pr- he's projected. Projected to be a bust, I guess. Now uh, Marvin Bagley the uh, third. You know, he was drafted. Like second overall a couple of years ago, I think ahead of Luca, ahead of Trae Young. Um, and his numbers have not gotten better. Uh, he's
1: been injured for a lot of his career. Um, uh, I, so, I would say last year I drafted him to my fantasy team, and he got injured early on in the season and was out for like three months. And I I dropped him early in his injury. And I forget who I picked up. I think it was Devontae Graham, but um. Uh, he stayed as a free agent in our league for so long because he was so disappointing. Until he was picked up by Harsha, who was eventually five and fourteen in our league.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my gosh!
0: Well, part because he doesn't really play much. Probably why no one picked him up.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, this player I think I want to talk about who is. Uh, a lot of people say is on the path uh, on the path to become a, a bust is Marquel Fultz. Now he was in a good season this year. I
2: disagree with that because he was. Yeah, I don't think he's a bust. Great. Yeah, he, yeah, he did have a really good, pretty good season. I don't think he's a bust. I don't. Well, okay, let me rephrase this. I think he's a bust for a number one overall pick, but I don't think he's a bust as a player. He's still a really good, serviceable player that could, if we look back on it probably would have been would have been drafted uh, potentially like top ten maybe but like not number one. He's definitely a bust for a number one overall pick. But like as for like a bust in general, I don't me personally, I don't think he's a as big of a bust as people think he is.
0: I mean, yeah, he was turning his career around before uh you know he got injured again unfortunately. Yeah. Um sure. you know but like I I more so think that like Lonzo is on trajectory to be a bigger bust
2: than him. I mean, maybe he very he potentially good, but be, yeah, because they were drafted in the same draft, right? One and two. Uh, yeah, and then Tatum yeah, was three, and then I forget who was four. But four was PR Josh
0: Jackson. Was Speaking of bust, oh
2: yeah, I think wait, he was. Well, I think he might have been four in that draft. Yeah, he was four. No, oh, wait, in that one, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, because he went to the Suns, I think.
0: Oh yeah, the Suns have a history, a, a freaking list of busts. Oh,
2: Dra- Dragon Bender. Yeah, the name Dragon Bender twenty
0: sixteen. Not even in the league anymore. Already, wow.
2: pretty crazy. No, I, I I think there was like ESPN or some like a team put out some a uh, team put out that a. Uh, they had, like, the list of the projected top 20 players from five years ago. Oh, Dragon on the Benders. list. Yeah. He was on the list. Andrew Wiggins was number one on yeah. that list. Andrew Wiggins was built
0: up as, like, the next Kobe Bryant, so. <laughs>
2: yeah, oh. he was. He was. I mean, he's not bad. I was like 18 no. or so, but, like, not number one overall player in the world right he's, now. He's not. Definitely, he, definitely not.
0: When people say "bust," they make it sound like he's like the an absolutely awful player. Like he shouldn't even be in the NBA. Yeah, which he's not. He's definitely a very good role player, but he's not. He's nowhere near number one overall. No, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Thon Maker was another one that comes to mind. Another big bust.
2: Well, like I don't, I don't think teams really gave him much enough of a chance. I mean, sure, yeah, he probably wasn't the best of players, but I think that team should have gave him more of a chance in like one or two years, you know. But yeah, a... just, I mean, because like the the Bucks just kind of like, gave up on him. The yeah, so. Bucs gave up on him. Detroit gave they up on him. Distance, yeah. So he's on the Cavs now. I feel now. bad. I mean, hopefully he can turn
1: around, but he's at this rate, yeah, he's probably a, he's definitely a bust. So. And then the third thing I should bring up, I really hope I'm pronouncing his name right, is Hashim Thabit. Hashim Thabit? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's in a big bust in NBA history. This is one year uh, before our time constraints, but I still feel like he should be brought up.
0: Yeah. He's the second overall. Yeah. 2009 draft was kind of crazy. Uh, There's a lot of. Because that was the Steph Curry draft, right? I uh, think so. Yeah, 2009. When Johnny Flynn was drafted over Steph Curry, who's Johnny Flynn? We That's no idea. Why everyone's. A, so let's see. So they had um ahead of Steph Curry was Johnny Flynn at number six, and then Ricky Rubio at number five. Okay, I love Ricky Rubio. I think he's a, a great player, but uh, not a top five pick. Not though. a top five pick.
1: Not ahead of Steph Curry. Um, or Demar Derozan. And the other, <laughs> yeah. the uh, the uh, top the top four picks. Uh. First pick was of Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh second was a Hashim Tabi. Uh third was James Harden. Oh. And and fourth was Tyreek Evans.
2: Bro, I Tyreek. feel I feel so bad for Tyreek man because like after his rookie year, I mean he was averaging like twenty five his rookie year or something crazy like that. It was projected to be like the next LeBron, but he just kind of
1: fell off immediately after that. And now so, he is has- and now he's known for having, I think, the longest ever NBA band. Yeah, yeah.
0: He'll be back uh, next season, though, right? I think. I think I so. be back. Do
2: you think he'll be serviceable?
0: I think so. I mean, he had a—he—he he was never a bad player in his career. Well, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was never
2: bad, but he was just never what we expected him to be.
0: I mean, his first few, like with Sacramento, he was very good, and even with New Orleans, he was really good. But just after that, you know, he got passed around to like four different teams, and. I don't know, like maybe he's kind of washed now, I guess, but I think there's still potential um, for him to be like a, at least a solid role player.
2: Yeah. Other bust that I kind of about was like the 2011 draft, the second overall pick, Derek Williams. Um, I think he's playing in the Euro League right now, but I, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like he, he was never really any type of player that you would think to be like hey yo i i know that guy like no one really knows who Derek williams is besides like the other one you know the one that like but this one is just talking about darren williams i can't even yeah darren williams oh sorry i, I get them they kind of sound similar so that, Bro, i just kind of i'm gonna
0: i've never even heard of this dude Derek williams <laughs> yeah i can't even i can't he
2: was the second overall pick and i can't even find his stats like anywhere
0: for this whole entire Draft is some. I so said Kyrie was first overall, of course. And then right. this Derek dude is number two. Ennis Canner was number three. Oh my! Now, now that Ennis Canner is a bad player, but he was drafted Bryce. over Kimba Walker, Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, Nikola Vucevic, Tobias Harris. That's, That's not a bad draft class. Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, this draft oh. class is good.
2: That's not bad. Yeah.
0: But it's just like see the draft class was good, but it's just in, like the order that players were drafted, he's yeah. just a, an absolute
1: atrocity, Monstrous, yeah. Oh, I, uh, I just noticed that uh, Isaiah Thomas was in that draft. He number was number sixty, the last overall, yeah. last overall pick. He's the mystery irrelevant of this draft. What happened to Isaiah Thomas, man? I have no idea. He had, like he he like broke out Celtics and then just and they traded
2: him immediately after for some reason.
1: He got passed around the bad, league I so think. quick. It was insane. I think um, they traded in Cavs in exchange for Kyrie uh, Irving, and yeah. that was horrible. Yeah, for both sides.
0: Yeah, he wasn't that bad for the Wizards all season. I'm not sure why they traded him, really, because it's not like you know they could find anything better. They <laughs> like... found Russell Westbrook. Well, I mean, that, that trade didn't really lead to Russell Westbrook, though.
2: True, but
0: like by trading him, they I'm they traded him to the Nuggets. Um, yeah. I, I can't even tell you who they got back because it was probably
2: super they already early. Got, yeah, they, they already got my boy Jamal, so
0: yeah. In this draft, I think weird. Uh, they had freaking Jan Vesely number six. I don't even know who that is, bro. <laughs>
2: yeah, I've never heard
1: of him. Speaking of uh, sixth overall picks, I was looking paid that's that's what I was gonna say, Ekpe Udo. and uh. He's considered uh, another huge bust in uh, NBA history. Yeah,
2: I think he. I think is he's he on the Jazz the right now? Or no. no, he's not. I don't think he is. Uh, oh
0: he's not, uh, He was on the Jazz in 2019. He plays for uh, Beijing Ducks the right Chinese,
2: now. Chinese? Oh, I thought oh, Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, yeah. Beijing Ducks. He's average. He averaged three and a half points and three boards in the NBA.
0: Resume is a straight up MVP in the Euroleague. Look at these Euroleague numbers. Yo, Ekfe Udo's Euro Euroleague numbers. <laughs> yeah oh, never mind. Never
1: mind. Mm-hmm. i don't even know i was looking at the wrong thing <laughs> okay yeah i'm sure like going through all the drafts the past decade now another bust that i want to mention michael kidd gilchrist second oh overall. dude i you know yeah, it, he's it, a it role hurts. player now
2: I'm, i don't think he's on a team no they get he they uh released him whoever had him last they released him Yeah,
1: uh, he's a he's a free agent uh he last played, he played the, the Dallas Mavericks, Mavericks. Mavericks last season. Playoffs. They signed him
0: yeah.
2: for the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, let me look at Michael
1: Kidd-Gilchrist. Oh. Hey, without well, that, he was, I, that I was net- drafted. He was drafted over Bradley Beal, over Damian Lillard, over Terrence Ross, over Andre Drummond, over Austin Rivers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, over. Over Draymond Green, over Chris Middleton.
0: Oh, he but he was on the Knicks this season. That's why I knew he was on a team because he he just now got waves like twenty days ago. Yeah, I knew so. he. I knew he signed somewhere, but yeah, he got waves.
2: Yeah, it it, it hurts because you know he's a Kentucky guy, so I don't like to see my Kentucky boys suck. But he absolutely sucked. So, hey, I remember so, the, I the, the that announcer
0: hurt. was saying that like that team. The next team at the beginning of the season, they had like six U.K. players.
1: This reminds me of a time when Inside the NBA, whenever uh, LeBron got postered one time last season. I remember this because I was at home, I was sick, and I was watching Inside the NBA, and LeBron got postered one time. And uh, Shaq said, well, that isn't LeBron, that's Michael Colbo Pope.
2: <laughs> what?
1: First off, he thought uh, LeBron James was contagious Caldwell Pope, and confused it with Michael Kidd-Gilchrist.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Wait, shoot! Now that I'm looking at Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, yeah, he's a bust, and I don't think he's deserving of the second overall pick. But I mean, he's like averaging 8.4 points for his career. I mean, that's not awful. He he averaged a 13 in 2015-2016. So it's not bad. It's not good well, by I, any stretch whatsoever. <laughs>
0: Garrett, that 13 points he averaged was uh he played seven
2: games. Seven games, shoot, <laughs> never mind, ignore me. But bad. still eight point four points a game. That's not awful. I mean it's, it's, pretty, not good. it's pretty bad, it's pretty bad. Well it's not terrible. It's I've there's definitely worse. There's definitely worse.
0: I mean but. yeah, but not as a second overall pick.
2: Well, yeah, second overall pick. It's gosh awful, and he does not deserve that second overall pick. But you know, I have some sympathy for him. You know, eight point four points, five point four rebounds. You know, that's not awful. It's not good, like I said. <laughs> it's
1: Not awful. Um, um hold on. Uh, there's another bust in that. Uh, in that draft, the fifth overall pick, Thomas Robinson, drafted by the Kings. I think I heard that name before. Kings, Kings, a on a whole, a of, uh, Kings have a whole list of Kings of a whole, like the sons of a whole list of NBA draft busts. Yeah. And he's currently playing in the uh, Turkish Basketball Super League or the uh, BSL, as it's called. So. Yeah.
2: Hey, he was all consensus All American at Kansas. That's kind of cool, I guess.
0: That means nothing for NBA, though.
2: This is true.
0: Oh, Mario Hisonia! How are we forgetting about that man, bro? Hazonia. He doesn't have a job right now. He's out of the league. No. Garrett, I know you love him when he po- or he uh, posted Giannis and blocked the to- uh, blocked LeBron <laughs> for the <laughs> yeah. game-winning shot. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah you, you've said that.
2: <laughs> oh, I brought it up for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that man. He's he's gone. He's not coming back. Unfortunately,
2: yeah.
0: dang, that's that that sucks, man. That sucks.
2: Good and old Mario.
0: Twenty fifteen draft class sucks, in my opinion. You know they have like the Delo Carlton, Towns, Persingis, and Devin Booker. But like
1: besides that, there's not really like another uh, much. another draft class that was pretty bad was twenty thirteen. I mean they they only had Victor Oladipo, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Rudy Gobert. Uh, and that is, yeah. I think, about it. Yeah. Oh, and Mike Carter Williams, who won Rookie of the Year, but that—that—that's it.
0: Mike Carter Williams sucks. I don't know why he's still I don't know, man. Him and yeah, Alex um, Len are through, somehow role players, so they should not be.
1: I'm I'm looking through the 2013 draft, and yeah, Alex Len at the oh fifth my gosh. Overall, Again, drafted by the Suns. It's just horrible.
0: But they've really drafted Victor Oladipa over Kelly Olenek. That's crazy. Oh, well. Can you believe that? Insane. Oh, they've been Macklemore in this draft class. He's actually looking pretty good now. He was a former bus.
2: Yeah, he's, he was, I mean, he's turned it around a little bit.
0: He is a, his first game back. Was it last night? Last night I think he had a, he was five for five from three. Good impression. I think that's all like the the big notable buzz so far. I'm sure there will be some from this year's draft and last year's draft.
2: There probably will, yeah.
0: Kevin Knox will probably be a bust.
2: Oh, um yeah. Yeah. For, like the seventh <laughs> o- for the seventh overall pick, definitely.
0: Mo Bamba will probably got- be a bust. He hasn't done anything yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mo, as I said in our uh test run episode, he is more famous for the rap song or anything.
2: So. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, never yeah. mind. Kevin Knox was a ninth overall pick. My mistake. Oh. I was gonna
1: say, but yeah. still, yeah. But Jared Over you know,
2: probably is
0: going to be a bust. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. Yet. Jared yeah. Over's looking pretty bad. Darius Garland—he was ask- awful last season, but he's—he was—he's doing pretty good this season. The last yeah, season, definitely. I'm pretty sure he was like the worst in the entire league if you look at like advanced numbers and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now he's injured, so
0: Are so, I do
1: have to—I do have to ask you guys. I asked this during the test run episode. I'm going to ask again. The uh, top three picks this year: Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, and Lamelo Ball. Who has the greatest chance of being a bust?
2: Anthony Edwards.
1: James Wiseman. Okay, and why would you guys say what you said?
0: Well,
2: Anthony Edwards, he's
0: looking like Rookie of the Year right now. And, like, you know, James, James Wiseman started off really hot, but he's really, really cooling down a lot. And Lamelo—he lamelo I- is consistently getting better every game. Like, he had an almost I- triple-double last night in a win. So
2: yeah, as it's looking right now, these players aren't looking like they're going to be bust. But as you said, like the the one most likely, in my opinion, to be a bust, I would say is Anthony Edwards because there was an interview earlier on in the season where he said, you know, he doesn't even like basketball that much. So that's the only reason why I would give it to him being like the potentially the worst player because I that could potentially lead to him not putting in that work to become a better player. So. You know, I've heard sure. from I mean,
0: some people that said that like he said that on purpose to try to get the Timberwolves to not draft him. Oh. That's just what I don't know if that's true or not, but like that's just I what somebody said.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. And but, if that happened, uh, then Lamella would have probably been the more overall pick. But Probably yeah.
2: But uh, but yeah, like right now, these the top three players are all looking really well. I mean really good, so um it's it's hard to especially you know, ten games in to discern who will be the most likely bust, but uh, the This draft class has nice
0: been, player. like, interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been a, this has a top three, there hasn't really been a player that stands out too much, except for Tyrese Halberton, who's been really good. Yeah. But, like, Obi Toppin has yeah. been, like, kind of mid, Uh, you know, Okongu well, hasn't really right? played, Okoro kind of sucks. So it's kind of uh, just yeah, like,
1: coro' inconsistent.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I'm all these say, players uh, really don't even
0: play that much, ever being for real. Like, a lot of them that are drafted. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not as good as his last year's draft class uh, because they uh, it had Zion obviously yeah. uh, ja,
0: uh, and looking good this season, bro. He might have yeah, a pace for a uh... yeah.
2: Yo, people last year like were considering, hey, he could have been a potential bust because he hadn't been doing that hot or something like that. But I mean, he's turned it around so far. So
0: the whole Knicks team has been turning around.
2: Yeah, six and three right now.
0: Right, uh, I think it's six and four. I oh, know they lost uh, against the Thunder, so I think they might be. Uh...
1: They're five and four right now. Oh, they're five and four right
0: now. But they're still in the playoffs. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I
0: mean,
1: yeah, no, I mean... Uh, going back to the MVP uh, rankings, I'm I, I'm about to say this. This might be a hot take. I think so, yeah. Julius Randle should be on that list. Honestly, over who? And uh, I. Over Lillard. I mean, with how he's
2: playing right now, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with you.
1: That's what I'm basically on right now, yes.
2: Yeah. But like, I don't know. In- I don't think he'll I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they'll put him on there unless he continues this throughout the rest of the season. Then you have to, you know, like kinda give him that nod. But it's so um, early, I can see go either way. True. I would like for him to continue this trend because I know he's that good of a player, but
1: we'll see. Then again, that MVP list was absolute garbage. Jokic, at seven Jokic at seven. was was slander. Jokic seven yeah. was slander. Absolutely, yeah. There's no no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, going back to uh, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, back whenever I was prepping for the stat summary uh, so far for the month of January. He is currently second in steals per game for two point five. This is the month of January, so very
2: nice.
0: Mm. He's definitely a dark horse of the year so far. It's been a very important part of that next team, or not next uh, Kings. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for today's episode. Uh, pretty fun talking about this stuff. True. Um, I think maybe on Wednesday we should talk about like the MVP list a little more in depth.
2: Yeah, I definitely think we should do that. I feel like yeah, there's a should. lot of players on there that
0: shouldn't be and a lot of players that aren't that should be, you know? so
2: Yeah, revisit our MVP lists potentially that we had at the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah, see how wrong we were or how right we were. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I had Jokic as my number one, I'm pretty sure.
2: Or did I? Uh, Who did I have? I had Luka as my number one. I had Luka. I didn't, I didn't even have Jokic in my top five. I feel so well. bad.
0: Oh. Well, we'll have to give you the slander on Wednesday, but
2: that—I mean, it's—it's well deserved. Two boys averaging <laughs> twenty-six, twelve, and twelve. I mean, you can't not put him at least in the top three, bare minimum at this point.
0: All right. Well, we will talk to you guys on Wednesday.
2: Hopefully, Harsha will be there.
1: Harsha should be there, definitely. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. See ya. Yep.